1: Alrighty, guys, welcoming back to the show, Corey Ballard from Ballard Products up there in Iowa. Welcome back, Corey.
2: Glad to be on again, Paul. I appreciate it.
1: Yes, sir. Well, I appreciate Ballard Products sponsoring our summer tour. We are back from all the traveling. I know I talked to you before we went on the road, and uh, we are back, and it was a huge success. So, thanks again for Ballard Products. All you guys do for our industry um, with the excellent products, and also getting behind you know fun and exciting events like this. So, thank you.
2: Yeah, we uh, we like to be a part of it, and you're hitting doing a lot of good things for the industry and uh, hitting a lot of people. You just threw out some numbers about how many people it hit, so you're doing a great job with it, man, uh, and uh, we appreciate being a part of it, and it certainly helps you know get the word out for what we're doing, and then, of course, just elevating the industry, which is something I'm pretty passionate about.
1: Yeah, thank you. Well, for, well, for the time being, we're the most listened to podcast in the industry. Brian, Brian Fullerton, I make him so mad, man. He is so competitive, and... uh <laughs> I was at his house and I looked on his vision board. He's got a big old thing. Number one, listen to podcast industry is his goal on his vision board. So I know he's coming after me. So me and him are fighting, you know, fighting back and forth. But I, I'm in first place right now. And I, you know, I let him know about it and he gets mad. And I'm sure one day he'll pass me and, you know, I'll get mad. And it's, it's iron and and sharpening iron, man.
2: Yeah, that's no problem. The green grind will not catch you because we are not willing to put in the work, (laughs) you know, we're still with us running companies. We do this one episode a week and it gets, it gets great listens. Uh, We typically get, you know, four to 5,000 listens per episode right out of the gate. And then of course, you know, you know, they continue to get listens over time, but um, we like our, uh, the size that we are, we do one episode a week and and we still enjoy it. And we get a lot of great feedback, but you guys are certainly crushing it and you're bringing a lot of great content to guys and, um, I know the work. I know the work it takes. So uh, I am. I, you're not on my vision board to catch you, Paul. So just keep doing what you're doing. Well, I
1: am on Brian's man, and he's. I, you don't want him hunting you down, man. He he is a. An, he's executor. So he's he's coming yeah. after us. So we got to uh-huh. stay on our game. But you and Leroy do a great job because. I mean I'm I'm a glorified chuck in the truck. You know, I'm I'm just uh you know, I haven't built a multi million dollar business and sold it for a boatload of money like you have. So I really enjoy your perspective because you see things that I've never even thought of in you know, in this industry.
2: I appreciate that. We had a really good one this week. I know this is gonna air later, but uh um Adam Linneman was on this week and man, if you guys missed that one, uh jump on. He does a a program called Profit First and man, it was uh, Uh, I mean, we have a a lot of good ones, but that one's for anybody, small or big, uh, great episode. Just really talking about, I know we're always talking about knowing your numbers, but he's got a strategy behind it, and he actually digs in to a little more of the nuts and bolts and not just the high level, which is, you know, make money, know your numbers, don't buy anything you don't need. That's easy stuff to say, but he digs in and starts talking about some actual, you know, strategy things that you can do to to make your company better. So, yeah, um, we try to bring on great guests. And... You know, sometimes it's lawn care people. We've got a NASCAR, uh, we've got a race car driver coming on. We've had insurance people, 401k. You know, just try to bring, you know, good information to people to help, hopefully just elevate their business and, um, you know, overcome adversity. And so, yeah, we we enjoy it, um, but it is a lot of work. So we appreciate that you put all the work in. And I know Brian does too. It's a a lot of work to do the the amount of content you guys do. So keep doing what you're doing, Paul. We're going to stay in the background with one episode a week, bud.
1: Well, no, it's cool, Corey. Because when I was, you know, starting my business, there was a guy named Julio Tomei. He was putting out, I think, one episode a week on Tuesdays back in the day. And Stan Genetic, he, I don't think he had any routine, but he would just, you know, every now and again, he'd have a new episode. This was, you know, eight eight or so years ago, and uh, that was it. You know, other than that, I had to listen to, you know, people in business, but you know, they they had not a, a specification on our industry. And so nowadays, guys are so spoiled that they can listen to the Green Grind and the Fortune Unfiltered and the Green Industry and, you know, Caleb Allman's podcast and Naylor's show. And there's so many of them. It's like you can listen to four or five new episodes every single day talking about the lawn care landscaping industry. And guys should be so much further ahead uh, than I was early on in my business. So,
2: absolutely. I said all the time, man, instead of listening to rock and roll or whatever you're listening to on your mower or if you're a landscaping man, man, just. For just half the day, listen to music half the day, and then educate yourself half a day. What a what a huge advantage! That wasn't there for me either. I just we did not have we had to go to these conferences to get information, and um, you know, and then we'll probably hit on GAE, which is now you know equipped. But you know, we just didn't have that information available to us, and so we had to learn through a lot of trial and error. And then, of course, local people a lot of times won't tell you, you know, they don't want to share information. Everybody thinks everything's top secret. I don't do it that way. If I can help a local guy out, I do cause I just don't fear competition like that. I want everybody to elevate, but man, there's so much information out there. When guys are struggling, I'm like, what are you doing? You listen to podcasts? No. I'm like, man, there's so much information. What do you, there's so, you know, there's so much good information out there. Not all that I agree with, but um, I think most of it's done with um, the intent of being good information and, and guys are trying to put out honest stuff. Everything comes from a different perspective on size and, and different, you know, business philosophies, but, man, there's so much information. I'm always like, dude, get, man, there's, you could, so much you can learn. Like you have such an advantage. I think Caleb said something on our podcast. He said like, there's no, I think he said it kind of rudely, but he's like, there's no reason to be stupid now. I'm like, man, well, kind of, you know, he said something like that. It was just like, I kind of agree. There's, there's so much information out there to better your company. And if you just take little bits and pieces, you can't fix everything overnight. You know, we used to go to those conferences. I'd always tell our, we take two or three people and say, man, let's just leave with three things we can implement. What are the top three things we think we can implement in our business? Because you come back and you got 20 of them, right? Like we got to do everything. No. What are the top three things that we think we can do that are sustainable, that we can implement in our business to make a difference? And that's what we try to do. And, um, man, most of them worked.
1: That's beautiful. I have a quote written down here to turn your truck into a classroom. So, you know, get, get the country music, the rock music, whatever you're listening to, and uh, t- turn it into a classroom that while you're driving around, you're listening to Green Grind podcast or whatever that's helping you get information to take your business to the next level. So I want to hear your thoughts. And, and I'm sorry today, guys, we have to be a little short and sweet. I have an appointment at the top of the hour. And um, anyways, I got a hard stop. So we'll get right into it. Uh, what are your thoughts about the Equip Expo? And give a little... Um, encouragement for guys that are on the fence, they hear and everyone talk about it and they're like, man, is it really all this hype? What are your true thoughts, Corey?
2: Yeah. I mean, I just, I, I think it's really came around, you know, I mentioned to you on another podcast, you know, I I've been going there since I believe 2000 was my first year. I might've went in 99, but I know I was there in 2000. So I've been doing this a long time and the show used to be huge. And then it kind of got small for a while. And then, man, it's just had a huge reassurance. you know, just resurgence and, Man, the social media piece of it, um, there's, I mean, the equipment's kind of cool, right? Everybody wants to go look at shiny equipment, but I hope guys aren't going to look at equipment. That's kind of an add-on bonus. And if you want to walk around and look at some shiny stuff, that's cool. But there's classes that are going on. There's networking opportunities. There's speaking events. Um, You know, I just really encourage you. Most guys, I mean, depends on where you're located. You can get to Louisville, Kentucky for a pretty reasonable amount of money, driving or flying. Um, you better get on it cause you got to stay somewhere, which is kind of everything fills up, but, um, it's reasonable to get into the show. You can use Paul's code or another code. There's a bunch of codes floating around. Um, but man, there's just so much opportunity and guys are sharing information. And, um, you know, I think it's also just a great opportunity to maybe, maybe you bring your spouse, but maybe you bring a couple of your two or three main guys, if you're a small company and you kind of use it as a little, you know, just a little rah, rah, um We appreciate your hard work. Kind of a little celebration. You have some nice dinners. You take them out. You know, you take them to the show. You look at equipment. You know, hit the events. Pay attention on social media with what with what Naylor's doing and you're doing, Paul. And there's some great man. There's just there's so much information, man. I just I I really encourage you guys to do that. And you know, I'm sure you hear this, Paul. That like, I can't afford it, or we're still busy. Ah, man, I just I just tell sometimes I say you can't afford not to. Like just get three days. Um, you know, maybe you can't be there all the entire time, but hit it for a couple days. Um, you know, if you're an equipment junkie, that part's cool, but I'm more, a am more of a knowledge junkie. So I want to, um, I want to listen, learn, talk to people, network. And so again, hopefully you guys are getting there. Um, if you can't make it work, I understand, but man, you got to start kind of just building it in and just every year you just go to the, you know, I always, I still want to call it GIE, but it's called the Quip. Um, is it Equip Expo or just Equip, Paul?
1: Well, you're getting better, Corey. I, Corey interviewed me on his show, <laughs> and uh, he was calling it the Equipment Expo. <laughs> so, so it, it's Equip it, Expo. Yeah the the Equip Expo for sure. Officially, it's the Equip Exposition, but Equip Expo will, you know, be the kind of the nickname. I think it's a little easier to say. I want to pick your brain about those two excuses because those were literally my two excuses back in. You know, back in the day, I think my first show was 2017. So you had 17 years of of experience until I finally got my butt there. But um, I had those fears of because in Atlanta, our climate, you actually go year round. And so uh, my buddy, Tony Rudolph, was just sharing his story. You know, he goes 52 weeks a year. I was like, hey, dial it back to like 48 or 50. But because we're in a a system of being there weekly, you basically are going to miss that week. In, in the Atlanta market, I know it's different up where y'all are in Iowa or whatnot, but how do you communicate to your customers about this company trip you're going on and, and how do you say it so they, they don't get pissed? And when do you say it so that you you, you give them plenty of time to, to let them know there will be no service that week? What's your suggestion to the guy that's like, well, there's no way I could just skip my, skip my maintenance for the week. What, what would you say?
2: Yeah. I mean, it just depends on the size of your company. I mean, if you've got some people that are going to stay back and still service your clients, if if you're the guy doing the work, um, you know, maybe you can get ahead of schedule a couple days. And when you get back, you're going to be behind a couple days. But I think if you're a small guy and you're doing the work, I mean, you could certainly, I think, communicate with your customers and say, Hey, you know, we're um, going to a, a lawn and landscape expo. And uh, we're trying to learn more about the latest and greatest equipment and, you know, techniques and, business practices, and we really think it'll help elevate our company and, and, you know, customer service. And, I mean, I think people will be like, oh, great, you know, good job, Joe. I appreciate you. But, I mean, just communicate it and be honest and say, hey, we're going to, instead of mowing you on Tuesday, we're going to be a couple days behind. But it'd be no different if if you got a weird rain that it rained for three or four days in a row, right? So, it's manageable. Um, Again, I don't know if you can be gone a week, but you don't necessarily have to be. You could certainly um, depending on, again, if you're flying or driving or where you're located. Um, but you know, can you be gone for four days? I think most guys can be gone for four days. And if you've got a smaller company, you've got a handful of employees that are going to stay back and, um, maybe hand, handle a few of the things that have to be done. Um, you certainly could. Um, that's always interesting kind of on morale. If the owner and some of the guys leave and you leave some people back. So I just, you know, maybe you communicate that with your people as well, but, um, you know I just I, I think that if, if it's important to you you'll find a way to do it you can communicate with your clients you can communicate with your people um, and you just you just make it part of your practice and um, I don't know anybody that goes to that show that comes back and says that was a waste of time or money I've never heard that ever so um, I you know for the cost and the uh, benefit man I just I think it's I think it's super important and of course we'll plug Brian's as well the laL thing you know he yeah. does in November is super awesome and Um, You got five or six good speakers, but I mean, the information's there. But I, again, I'm always back on networking. When I used to go to these shows, including when it was GIE, I would learn more just sometimes having a beer, sitting down and asking a guy, like, man, what do you really do? Like, what goes on when this happens? Like, you know, here's, I'm talking to a guy from three states over, and he's, you know, got a bigger company than me. And instead of being, you know, because sometimes you go to those deals where a guy's speaking, and we're talking, you know, rainbows and unicorns, and it's all beautiful, and we kick ass, and we never have any problems. But, Sometimes you sit down with a guy and just, and whether you're having a beer or a pop, and you say, now what, what do you, how do you do this? What happens when this happens? And you'll just get some really honest, great feedback. Um, and so I, I just, I like the networking aspect. I learn more talking to guys and I still have friends that I was going to some of those shows back 15, 20 years ago. I still communicate with them today and um, I don't see them as much, but we still talk about business. They call me when they have a question, like, man, I'm struggling. I got these employee issues. What do I do? And, I don't have all the answers i just say here's what i've done here's what's worked here's what's not working so some of those relationships that i've built and made at those shows have been i mean i'm still talking to guys from 15 to maybe 20 years ago
3: ever wish you could monitor your vehicles drivers and equipment in live time to improve routes enhance job site planning and save your business money well with gps track it your wish is our command When you integrate GPS TrackIt with your company vehicles, you get a 24-7 view of your vehicles, so you operate at crazy levels of efficiency. It's money-saving, peace-of-mind lawn and landscaping companies deserve. Ever wish every day was Donut Friday? Us too, but we can't help with that. Talk with one of our fleet advisors. No pressure, no hassle. Call 1-844-996-2518 or visit gpstrackit.com slash Paul to learn more. GPS Track It.
0: Hey, you. Yeah, you. You're out there in the field mowing lawns, making money, working hard, but for every dollar you make, you're worried. Worried that you spend too much, worried that you won't make payroll, or worried you'll generate a big financial mistake. Simply put, you don't know your numbers you're not alone the landscaping bookkeeper has helped dozens of eager lawn care owners organize their numbers learn the language of business and build a solid financial foundation start your journey from simply earning money to creating a long-lasting source of income today by scheduling a free 15-minute phone call at thelandscapingbookkeeper.com
2: Hi, this is Jason with Lake Lakeshap Landscaping. I used Paul's price increase letter this off-season in February, sent it out to all my clients for a minimum 10% increase, and was able to get 100% acceptance rate from all my lawn maintenance clients. It's a great decision to uh, raise your prices on a yearly basis. You can pick up the price increase letter at greenindustrypodcast.com. Your
0: mower blades are sharp, the whipper snipper is ready to rock, and you're all set to cut that grass and make that cash. Hi, it's Mr. Producer. I know you're ready to rock and roll, but have you thought about how to maximize your time on the mower once the podcasts are done for the day and you have hours of work still ahead? Let me recommend audiobooks from Audible. Paul has three titles that you can listen to, including Cut That Grass and Make That Cash, Best Business Practices for Landscapers, and the brand new 101 Proven Ways to Increase Efficiency and Make More Money in Lawn Care, which he so kindly allowed me to narrate. These audiobooks are a great way to make the most of your time and help you grow your business. I'll put links down in the podcast description.
1: Yeah. I think about relationships, Corey, I know you and I, you know, we might do a few podcasts throughout the year and a couple Instagram comments or DMs back and forth, but there's something that um, accelerates a relationship so much more when we're able to sit down and eat a meal together or, or even do a podcast in person and actually, you know, hang out in, in real life together in the same room. How, how do you think that builds relationships versus the guys? Like, oh, I already know Brian's on maintenance. He, he DMs me back or whatever. What, what do you say about that? Like being in the same proximity yeah, I and mean, room as others?
2: Well, I just think, yeah, you can just start to build some new relationships. And I built some last year. Um, and, you know, I've talked to quite a few of those guys and some of them have been on the green grind. And I, I used um, Aaron Ashton quite a bit with Thunderbird. He's reached out to me when he was struggling with some, some mowing ideas and the rerouting and maybe getting rid of some clients. And Trey, it was another guy that I met last year. And, and those guys have reached out to me, and I hope I've helped their business. I don't charge them anything. I don't need to. I like them. They're good guys. I want them to run a great business. I want them to kick butt. Um, so, you know, seeing those guys and sitting down and actually talking to them and having lunch. And then when they reach out and say, because I say, listen, man, if you have any troubles or any questions, feel free to, like, shoot me an email. Here's my here's my cell number. or Shoot me an email. They're like, I don't really want to bug you. And I'm like, I want you to bug me. If you got a question, just shoot me an email. And, you know, I hope that I've added value to their businesses. And, and there's probably 10 or 15 guys that I met last year that a couple of them have even came out to our facility and I've given them site tours. And um, so we've just built some great relationships. I hope, I hope a bunch of people don't reach out I'm like, hey, man, can I get some information, but I try to help everybody I can help, man. And if I, if I meet you in person, I'm going to be much more likely to, again, because I get a lot of DMs and, you know, just like, you know, you do too. I just, Sometimes I'll look at it and I'll have 15 or 20 messages on there. and I'm like, man, I do my best. But if I meet you in person, you've got my cell, you've got my email, and you reach out and say, hey, I'm struggling with this, I get back to everybody. So, and whether it's me or anybody that's in the industry, you're just going to build some relationships that when you need somebody just to, maybe you just need to vent. You don't want to call somebody and just, just tell them that you're really frustrated. You'll have a guy that's in the industry that can say, listen, I've been there, man. Get your chin up, put your boots on and get back to work.
1: That's great. Um, Corey, I want to also talk about Ballard products. And I know you're helping a lot of guys with information, but you also are helping us with the nitty gritty and, you know, pieces of equipment to change blades, all kind of equipment from mowers, to power equipment. And uh, I'm not in, thank God I'm not in the snow game, man. I I, I have enough sense to move where it's warm, but for all of you, I want to alienate my audience. Most of y'all are in the Midwest or North, but you're, you know, you're in the snow game as well. Tell us about Ballard Products. What do you guys got going on? You got any sales coming up? And, uh, you know, unashamedly, plug what you got going on over there, Corey.
2: Yeah, so kind of interesting, Ballard Products, you know, I started that uh, in 99. That was our first product. The first product we ever patented was the Gate, and then started selling products in 2000. So we've been doing this now 22 years. And um, it was a fairly small company for most of that time because I was working on Perfect Cut, And so we had one sales guy and one warehouse guy and kind of a hobby business and, um over the years, we just continued to build products that we would use in our business, and then we would start selling them. And we also created relationships with several other um, companies that we were using their products. And so we started selling those and, and becoming distributors for products that, that we use daily and liked and, and so, yeah, the Ballard line is the last four years has really blown up. I, I, you know, I stepped away from the day-to-day at Perfect Cut and really focused on that. And so today, I think we have about 300 or 350 products Um And I'm working on a ton of new stuff right now. I'm really excited about some stuff we have coming for next year. And uh, so, I mean, yeah, we've got a lot of good stuff that guys like. Some guys don't like our stuff, which is okay as well. Um, You know, my deal is, you know, I won't sell anything that I wouldn't use. And that's kind of, so I'm in the business. I try to test and run everything personally myself. And, um, you know, and so we've we've got some cool stuff coming up. Um, I think you said this is going to air sometime around or before. Labor Day, we will have a Labor Day sale. So if you guys listen to this, um, I don't know the code right now, but if you just jump on our website or follow any of our social media, Facebook, Instagram, um, we'll have a code and you can jump on there and save a few bucks for the fall. If you're looking at getting a catcher, any snow equipment, we've got shovels, snow plow covers. um, I don't even know. We got all kinds of, we got all the truck lights for, you know, for plowing. So um, we don't have a lot of snow equipment. We mainly focus on the lawn care side. That's where our specialty is, but we're starting to add some more stuff for the landscape industry. Um, we're starting to add some uh, OEM parts as well where guys can get, you know, replacement seats. We're going to start adding replacement seats, belts, spindles, tires. Uh, so, we're going to have kind of our innovative section and then kind of our replacement parts section. And we're even looking at, you know, hand tools and all kinds of things. So. A lot of fun stuff going on i really enjoy it we've got a small team i think there's only 11 of us there um but it's uh it's a fun business and uh, we appreciate you know being able to sponsor your podcast and of course we've got some great you know great brand ambassadors brian does an amazing job for us and blake and um keith kalpas and uh we got ken at stripe life so we've got a lot of great people pushing the product and helping get the word out and um, you know we're we're having a lot of fun with it we're not trying to be Amazon we're trying to still keep it kind of niche and kind of make people feel like they're a part of something special and um, yeah I mean just I got some really cool stuff coming I can't talk about it but I'm working on some stuff I'm super excited about but uh, you know we're trying to trying to bring some great products to the industry and, and make it easy for guys to get them and and at a cost effective way it's just hard to Uh, get products now even from local brick and mortar it's getting harder and harder they just don't carry much and online's kind of the kind of the way to go now
1: totally and i love the kind of mom and pop shop feel i've been to your warehouse before and now when i was there you were in the the preliminary process of reorganizing all your shelving and and kind of getting everything was kind of like You basically had too much product and not enough space unless you re, you know, reorganize. How's that going? Were you guys able to kind (laughs)
2: of, it's a mess, but we, we've got four bays there now. Um, I'm building a new building and we've actually got the approval from the uh, city, um, site plans approved. Um, so we're going to do dirt work and concrete this fall. So we're building a 26,000 square foot warehouse. Um, with uh, we've got offices up front and then a 26,000 climate controlled warehouse. So we will have the ability, because right now we really don't have the ability to grow much. Um, I've got several products sitting there that are in prototype stage that I just can't bring in. I don't have any capacity to bring them in. And so um, it's really frustrating that we can't, you know, grow certain, you know, I just, I don't have, I have nowhere to put the products, So um, we're, we're, we've got storage bins that are storage Trailer's on site, four of those full of product. And um, so I think when you were there, we might have had three bays. We have four bays now. Um, but we really need a be- much better facility. And uh, so our team's excited about that. I've showed them the plans. Um, it's pretty high tech. We'll have, a, I mean, an actual full setup warehouse with picking stations and rollers and, you know, shipping and receiving areas. I mean, it'll be, um, we we'll have a third party company setting up the warehouse. To really be like a I mean a full full-on warehouse that just is kind of like a machine when you know we've, we'll have forklifts running in there and uh, we'll be able to get product out quicker better less mistakes because uh, we still make mistakes we've got humans pulling orders you know and when they're getting two or three hundred orders a day you know we screw up a handful a week we do a report every every Tuesday we meet every Tuesday at one and we go over the mistakes and can they be avoided and um, they're a small percentage, but people get frustrated. You know, you order something, you're super excited. It shows up and it's not the right stuff. You're like, and you know, we get kind of at that point, we get the, the frustrated or pissed off emails. Like I ordered this and I got this. It's like, yep, you did. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and we, but we're cool about it. like, if we send you the wrong stuff, like we just let you keep it. And people are like, well, I'll just send, like, we try to make it right. Like we will get your product out today, but we sent you the wrong size gloves. We'll, we're just just we're going to send you a brand new set like keep them so we try to make it right with people and um you know we don't we you know we just try to we try to make it right if we screw up we we own it and we take care of it so yeah we're we're excited about the new building we're excited about the new products um and uh we're just going to keep doing what we're doing and luckily this year at the equip expo i don't have any speaking engagement so i'm going to just be able to enjoy the show and uh Um, get I go out there and network with people and so I'll be wandering around the show the entire time I've got a couple booths I got to be at but I don't really I've kind of turned down most of my engagements and I didn't get asked to do as much this year I don't know if that's good or bad but I'm kind of looking forward to just being able to really enjoy the show and not have to like be here at two be here at six be here tomorrow morning at 8 a.m it's kind of like I just get a just well, well go and speaking of being, being
1: here at six, I, I want to highly encourage you to be an attendee at Naylor's uh, rally at Copper and Kings Thursday, I'll be there. Thursday, October 20th. Guys, uh, I think it's I don't know. Dave, I know it's on Thursday. It's six o'clock. It's offsite Copper and Kings. Uh, it's completely free. First five, six hundred folks will get a good hot dinner parking is a disaster. I, there's nothing I can do about it. There's, there's way too many people coming and not enough parking spaces. So Uber or Lyft, if you can, or have, you know, have someone drop you off and them can go park and walk a few blocks down. But uh, I'd like to see you in attendance there, Corey.
2: I will be there this year. Absolutely. Last year, I just, you know, Hey, I'm not making excuses, but man, I tell you, and you probably get this too, like all day long, I'm just on the go talking, 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 talking to people. And, you know, by six o'clock, I'm like, oh, my God, I just want to sit down. I'm like, I'm just freaking, you can only drink so much Monster. I'm like, I'm just freaking, it, it, you know, you wouldn't think it'd be that hard. But when you're on, kind oh, of it's being th- on point th- Thursday, day.
1: Thursday at GIE is uh, that's like the busiest day of my year. So I get it. But uh, mm-hmm. what I'm saying is what Naylor does to put on a free event for the community where hundreds of guys come out and get dinner. We we all need to be there and support you know Naylor specifically, but it's it's like the one community event where you know I I encourage everybody to be there. So
2: absolutely, and they're gonna get, you know guys will get a chance to see all the guys they see doing their thing on YouTube and Instagram and Facebook. So it's kind of cool for a lot of guys that that get a chance to see the people they you know watch every day on on their phone or computer. And so a lot of guys really enjoy that opportunity.
1: Yeah. It's really cool that the influencers make that a part. There's a couple knuckleheads out there, but for the most part, most of the guys are cool and they're there. Corey, I got to hop on a call here um, in 90 seconds. So let people know um, whatever you want to plug about ballot Products and your social media. And again, I, I deeply apologize. I got to run, but I I got to hop on an important call here.
2: No worries. I appreciate being on guys. You can find us at Ballard dash You can find us on Facebook or Instagram. So we appreciate that. And then of course the green grind podcast, if you're looking for something else to listen to, uh, we drop a new episode every Tuesday. So Paul, I appreciate you having me on and uh, we'll touch base soon. And then we'll see you out at the uh, expo.
1: Yes, sir. See you in Louisville.
2: All right, buddy. All right. Take later. Care. Have a good day. All right,
1: see you. Bye. Bye. Well, guys, talking with Corey is getting me pumped up for this year's Equip Expo. I really hope that between Corey and myself and the other guests we've been bringing on, Tony Rudolph and, and many, many others, um, we just talked to Caleb up in Pennsylvania, they're all sharing their perspective of of why they carve out the time to go to Louisville every October to be a part of this family reunion and you know, take the sacrifices. It does start cost money to get in the car or get on the airplane and go to Louisville and to get your hotel for a few nights. And so it's an investment, but it's well worth it because you build relationships, you get to see the latest and greatest equipment and you see the professional side. That was my key takeaway from my first year, Mr. Producer, is I saw how there's thousands of other professionals in this industry. I was a glorified truck in the truck. So I I mean I knew where I was at but it elevated me. It, it brought me up to see, Oh wow, this company's got, you know, got it put together pretty well. And, 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 you know, you see all the big brands like XMark and Kohler and the echo and, and, um, Toro and all these companies, you are like, wow, there's so much opportunity in this industry, seeing the equipment side of things, seeing the, the excellence among um, the people that are there, the professionalism And it just elevates your life, your business. So I highly, highly recommend guys attending the Equip Exposition. It's happening October 18th through 21st, 2022 in Louisville, Kentucky. So depending on when you're listening to this podcast episode, if you are listening before September 9th, you can get all kinds of savings. You can get a 50% off savings with promo code Paul, double dip that with the early bird registration savings. So you can actually register for Equip Expo for only $10, but that deals only good through September 9th, and then they bump up the price. And then the week of the show, they jack up the price and none of the promo codes work. They shut it all down. So short story long, if you know you're going to the Equip Expo, capitalize on registering for only $10. Otherwise you'll be paying, you know, eight times more than that um, if you you wait to the last minute. So to make things super, super, super easy for you guys, The best producer in the biz, Mr. Producer, is going to put the link in today's show notes to register. When you click on that link, it will automatically start calculating all your savings. You don't even have to type in the promo code, Paul, when you you click on the hyperlink. It'll it'll do all that for you. So that's in the show notes, and uh, we really hope that you will register. When you do, tag us on Instagram at Green Industry Podcast so we can just kind of build up the hype on the road to the Equip Expo. Thanks for listening, friends. Smash that follow button, and we'll hope to catch you on the next episode of the Green Industry Podcast.
0: This has been a Jameson Media and Mr. Producer production.